Hey everyone, today in the episode that you're about to listen to, you're going to discover some new things about Katie's and my relationship and about some of our first encounters and experiences with each other. And I know that we're going to get some good laughs out of this episode. And we certainly hope that you not only get some good laughs, but get a little bit more insight into who we are and kind of what brought us to this point in our life. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, please feel free to leave a rating or a review. We are so grateful to all of you listeners that have left a rating or a review. They bless us so much, especially when they're you know, like five-star ratings or really positive reviews. Those are the ones that really we're really grateful for. Uh, but with that said, I think we'll go ahead and just get today's podcast episode started. Hey, I'm Elisha Votberg. And I'm his wife, Katie. Katie and I both grew up in families that were fun, impactful, and relationship-rich. Now that we're a family of our own with three young children under the age of three, we're eager to see what God can do through the family unit. We're so excited that you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the Bible says about marriage, children, parenting, money, sex, careers, roles, and so much more. Katie, are you ready? Let's go. kind of taking a gamble tonight because it's almost 10 at night and we completed a eight-hour road trip today back home from a family reunion and we just needed to record this podcast and we're pretty sure the kids are pretty close to asleep in the trailer. Yeah, I was just in there a couple of minutes ago and all was well. All was quiet. It seemed like I almost started to hear some snoring and so I think yeah. we're we're in the clear well that'd be good we're sitting in the car right now and we're pretty wiped honestly it was an awesome weekend we went down to northern california where we had a family reunion and celebrated my grandma's 90th birthday oh it was such an action-packed relationship rich spiritually renewing weekend and also physically Mm -hmm. exhausting yeah, like all those things, all those things. It really was such a blessing. I was reminded once again of the blessing of family and rich heritage. And Katie and I are just so abundantly blessed with amazing family, like on every possible side. You know, it's like on my mom's side, Big on my dad's blessing. side, on your mom's side, on your dad's side, because this was on your mother's side. It was your your grandma, your, your, it was yeah, your mom's it was a, mom. It was a pretty extended family reunion. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my mother's mother, and she had 12 children. My yeah. mother was ninth. And, yeah, so lots of grandkids, lots of great-grandchildren. I think she has 36 great-grandchildren. Great-grandchildren, huh? Yeah, wow. greats, which is pretty crazy because mm-hmm. less than a quarter of her grandkids are married. Oh, wow. So, anyways, it's it's pretty crazy, and... I think something Elisha and I like to point out is you don't have to come from a legacy to start a legacy. Yeah. And just because we've had the blessing of that faithfulness in our lives doesn't mean that, yes, it is an incredible blessing, but it doesn't mean we have, we don't have the responsibility of starting it anew almost right. for our kids. I think it's really easy to 
kind of sit back and feel like, oh, well, we had good godly grandparents or parents and then not pass on our faith or our our foundation to our kids, you know, and just because our parents stayed married doesn't mean we'll stay married unless we're investing in our marriage and have that long-term perspective there. And so anyways, I think anytime mm. I get around legacy and and we start talking about that or thinking about that, it's just a really good wake up call for me to be like, okay, how are we investing in our legacy? Because it doesn't work to just ride on the coattails of someone else's. And it also is so cool that you could start a legacy just first generation. Yes. Well, like I th- that that's what Papa Jean and Mama Joy did. You know, he yeah. grew up in an orphanage and she, both of them were first generation believers. And it's just kind of incredible to see the story of their lives and how the Lord sees them. Yeah. It, it seems like our response should be the same, whether we're from a very spiritually rich heritage and godly heritage, or whether we're from a spiritually bankrupt heritage, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe our ancestors didn't walk with the Lord and didn't honor God in their lives. Our response should be the same. And that is, okay, what, who am I today? Who am I serving? And who am I teaching my family to serve and teaching my children to serve? And who is Jesus Christ? You know, who, and you start, you kind of, you have to come back to those fundamentals, regardless of whether or not you come from a rich heritage or, or you don't. And like you said, Katie, you're starting a heritage right now. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the mindset that I want to have and everybody probably should have. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyways, okay, so that's it. We got back from a road trip uh, and we're like, okay, what are we going to do the podcast on? Well, we were talking about it in the car. And I was like, I had a pretty rough day uh, pregnancy-wise. And so, therefore, Elisha had a pretty rough day, just in general, (laughs) probably. I didn't envy you, that's for sure. And he was like, what if we did, like, a lighthearted episode tonight, and I have some questions we could ask each other, and it would be interesting to hear each other's perspectives. So I was like, let's do it. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Yeah. So neither one of us have heard the answer from the other person. This is real-time response from each one of us. So real-time Hopefully response. there'll be some fun surprises for everybody involved. Okay, the first question. And we're going to ask each other the same question. So, Katie, from your recollection, what was our first fight ever? This wasn't like our first fight in marriage or our first fight after kids. Just the first fight we ever had from since knowing each other. Okay, hold on. The lights just turned off in the car. Uh-huh. And I can't see you very well. Okay. And so it kind of makes it harder to have a conversation. Okay, I'm going to start the car. <laughs> you guys get all the sound effects. <laughs> That's cool. And then if you turn it off, will the light stay on? Uh, I think so. Okay, let's try it. There we go. Perfect. Nice. Okay, lights are back on. Lights, no camera. Uh, but we're going to get some action. Okay, so could you repeat the question, please? I got sure. kind of thrown off. Uh, since knowing each other, uh-huh. what was our first fight? Or argument. Okay, so the first one that sticks out to me off the top of my head was when we were talking the first time. Okay. And I was 18, and I think you're 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. And we were driving to Tulare for a family camp. And all my siblings were in the car, or like okay. five of them, and my dad. And... I already knew that they were really like questioning you and you decided to play the devil's advocate for every single thing they brought up. 
And so you were just like creating all this conflict over like Christian music. We got in this big fight over Christian music. Mm -hmm. And then what was the other thing? Corn syrup. That was the other thing. Corn syrup. You were saying how it was good for you. I never said that. Okay. I promise. I never said that. Are you seriously promising that right now? I am promising that right now. Okay. So what did you say? Well, I want to hear the rest of your story and then I'll defend myself. (laughs) Whatever. You did say that. Maybe not those exact words. But uh, yeah. So anyways, I was just, I wanted to prove to my parents and my skeptical siblings that Elisha was a really good guy and we should date because this time we were just talking Mm -hmm. and that conversation did nothing for his favor and I ended up so frustrated. Mm. Okay, so what was yours? Okay, well, what's funny is that my that was going to be my first fight too. That was that it was, was? that's for okay, my first so memory. Was. But it's funny I forgot about the car ride where we had a bunch of arguments. I was thinking about we had the corn syrup uh interaction or altercation uh at Panera Bread. Yeah, on the road trip, we yes. stopped at Panera Bread. Elisha, okay, we stopped at Panera Bread today on our road trip. Yeah, I think that's what right pretty much All I wanted to eat was chicken noodle soup. And I was like, the last time we were here mm-hmm. was, I don't know, how many years ago was that? Like 10 years ago? Yeah, I think that's probably what sparked the memory. Not 10 years, I'm For not both of us. Anyways. Okay, so uh, we did get into a heated argument over this, and I was totally just razzing you, which was funny. And yeah, you I think, thought it was funny. It, well, and that was far before you really knew me very well, and you didn't realize how much joy I found in like really working you up. You know, like getting you <laughs> working, you, working you up. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that that's sounded, not okay. That didn't sound right. <laughs> getting you all worked up. Uh, that's okay when I get you all worked up. Okay, yeah. whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I can remember. I never said corn syrup is good for you. Okay. I said not all corn syrups are que- created equally. And you can't just say they're all equally bad for you. Nope, that's not what you that said. Is, that you is what I said. said corn syrup I, I is never good for said you. that. See, that's how you heard it. No. And that's no, why you guys it's, freaked it's out. That's not how I heard it. You said you wrote a paper in college about how corn syrup was good for you, and I, it was nope. an opinion paper. I, it was an opinion paper, it was. And it was how people are unfair in their criticism of corn syrup. It wasn't about how corn syrup is good for you. Okay. That is not true. Uh, anyways, but we obviously <laughs> have worked way past that. Okay. Either way, I didn't agree with his statement. He was he was making statements like corn syrup isn't bad. I might have said. No, I said maybe like not all corn syrup is bad or something like that. <laughs> okay. Maybe uh, he said not all corn syrup is bad. Uh, but yeah. but And it, the fact was that I didn't really believe anything I was saying. Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. The problem was he didn't believe anything he was saying. And he was making me so angry. And later, when we were, okay, so a year and a half later, Elisha and I had been through various relationships, and... Various relationships, like, we each were in one. It's not like we I were... I was in two. Whoa, okay. We were in one, and I okay, dated well, a lot yourself. of guys. Okay, well, speak for yourself. You were in various relationships. I was in <laughs> okay. a relationship. We're just in an argument of mood tonight. And you went on various dates, too, even though you had, like, one real girlfriend. Okay. Anyways... Elisha, that's like so beside the point. Anyways, so a year and a half later, Elisha and I really started to take interest in each other again. And we talked the whole summer via text. And I remember 
we had, you know, a DTR where Elisha asked me if I just saw him as a brother. Mm-hmm. Cause at this point, I had the upper hand. And I wasn't letting Elisha take me out on a date. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of enjoying the power because I'd wanted him to like me my whole life. Mm-hmm. So the roles were reversed for a moment. And he said, oh, one of my biggest concerns that I said in that conversation was I said, you're argumentative. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who gets really stressed out by controversy mm-hmm. because it matters to me. Like, I'm not someone who, who won't engage in controversy i engage in it and it stresses me out right and so i was like if you're constantly pushing my buttons and you think that's just enjoyable i'm going to be very stressed out my whole life yeah that makes sense because that was like i was referring back to like that stage right that makes sense because elisha is not an argumentative person he's totally a peacemaker he still loves to razz me sometimes but yeah i think like in that instance i had no emotional investment in the argument like i just did not care at all and uh, it was pretty fun seeing you get worked up. And that I could see how that would be concerning to you. Yeah, exactly. Because I'd been around guys that were argumentative and it just never went very well. Like I could never be married to them. Right. Anyway, so yeah, it all worked out because we got married. But I'm glad we remembered the same perspective. Yeah, that's fun. Even that though was... we remembered the topics, even though was, we had a little different like perception on right. how it went yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was crazy and I thought you were crazy, so. You <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Okay. From your... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to ask, ask this you. one? Okay, number two there. Okay. okay. What was our first romantic interaction? Okay, but you just saw my answer. I didn't. You didn't? No. You didn't read it? Okay. So for my recollection, our first romantic interaction, and you have to know, I, I didn't date anyone prior to pursuing Katie for the first time. And so... I, like it didn't take much for me to think we were being romantic, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, so basically, yeah, Elisha's in my perspective and how we were raised was that you dated to marry. So that means that you didn't go through like your teen years having right. a lot of relationships. Right. So you're kind of experiencing all those awkward moments as an adult. That's right. A hundred percent. And so Katie and I had been talking on the phone and writing letters back and forth. And we were at the same Christian family camp and there was, I think there was like a big slip and slide. Um, and we're full grown adults here. You're 18 and I'm 22. Yeah. And uh, like, we like did the slip and slide. And then and it, was, it was all sudsy because they had like, you know, put soap on the slip and slide. And then uh, we ran over to the pond to rinse, rinse off in the pond. Mm-hmm. So we like jumped in the pond and uh, we were rinsing off. And then we were like climbing out of the pond and there was mud. And I threw mud on you. And then you threw mud back on me, and then it became like a mud fight. It was like we were like classic, tackling each like, other, like teasing moves to flirtation kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and that was definitely. Like, I mean, it wasn't like I don't know if tackling each other was the. Right it was move. definitely the most action I'd ever had in my life up until that <laughs> oh point. My and so there were like a ton of other people in the mud fight too. There was like actually. A guy that I dated later thought that that was our first romantic interaction. What? <laughs> yeah. You never told. <laughs> I. Oh my word. I didn't like him at the time at that... all. I cannot tell you how disappointed I am right now. <laughs> I just stop. I'm devastated. I'm so sorry. Wow, you should have probably 
waited until after this episode <gasps> to drop serious? that on me. I thought I told you I that. I thought that was like a special moment for it you and was. I. It was a special moment. It, it was, I didn't, it wasn't I thought a it was for just with, you and I. It wasn't a connection with anybody else. I didn't have a connection with anyone else. But there were a bunch of other people in the mud fight. I didn't know they were there. Oh, that's so sweet. I didn't either. Because I remember when I jumped in the pond and I was all muddy and then I came up and like, and I keep my eyes closed when I come out of water till I wipe my eyes off. Mm -hmm. And all I felt was Elisha rubbing mud back on my hair and my neck. And I remember thinking, like I got chills. Like I just thought like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. You were the only one I cared about, Elisha. Yeah. That's it's not as sweet of a memory for me anymore. Stop. You're going to make me cry. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't even matter. Uh, well, what's your memory of our first romantic our interaction? first romantic interaction? Well, it was at the same camp, which is a different camp than the camp that Elisha and I got into the fight at. It was. You just said it was the same camp, but it was a different camp? What? Oh, <laughs> that is confusing. You know our first fight? That was on our way to a different family camp. Oh, okay. Than this one. Okay. Than this mud fight so, camp. So this was you're talking about the same. Yeah. So Camp Dwight, which is was... the one where we got in the mud fight. Yeah. Which was really fun. Then it was at, all right. Stop it, Elisha. <laughs> then we went down, and there was a bonfire, and everyone was sitting around doing a telephone like a big group of unmarried people i don't know maybe like a hundred of us there were a ton mm -hmm. and elisha and i sat next to each other and we got to whisper in each other's ears because yep. it was telephone yep, and I remember that. we would confuse all the messages that came through and spread rumors about the other couples that we thought had crushes on each other or were interested in each other yeah and we shared that love of like drama anyways i remember really um feeling like that was fun and romantic well good because i can remember this was prior to me knowing that there was you know other people that they, that were in the mud fight with you but i remember because this was a few hours later after the mud fight and i was feeling pretty bold mm -hmm. or feeling emboldened and i remember at that bonfire during the game of telephone we sat next to each other and i think you even put your arm around me at one yeah, point i put it my hand on his back that's for a big some deal reason for some reason I, you wanted to touch me <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the reason. Yeah, but that I'd wanted to my whole life. I don't know why I chose to just put my hand on your back. It was like such a like awkward thing. I don't know. But like we weren't holding hands at this point. We weren't like a declared couple or mm -hmm. anything. So, yeah. You and know, when everything's new and exciting. Yeah, but I can remember like when I would get the message in telephone and I was supposed to pass it on to you, you know, putting my sultry voice on and lingering stop. a little longer. Don't make this awkward. That's not awkward. That's what I was doing. And clearly, it left a good impression. It did. Actually, well, I think we're going to get to that question. But yeah, that was a big that was a big camp for Elisha and I. We actually moved past like awkwardness into like this fun flirtation phase, which for us was really hard if you've heard our like dating relationship our dynamic was just it was hard to get to that stage of chemistry <laughs> yeah okay next question i'm gonna ask this one okay when was the first time you saw me or experienced me crying okay so the first time i saw you tear up was at our wedding when i walked down the aisle okay. but 
the first time I saw you like full blown crying with like tears coming down your cheeks was when I, we were in our apartment Mm -hmm. and I told you that I was pregnant and we'd been married for like two and a half weeks. And I remember I went over after I told you I was pregnant and we snuggled, I went over and like was putting something in the oven or taking something out of the oven and you just started crying. You were like, Katie, I am so happy. I've never been this happy. Aww. And it was just like, I don't know, it was such a beautiful, sweet memory. It was pretty sweet. Oh, that's like a way sweeter memory than mine. <laughs> <laughs> mine's, oh, no. Yeah, mine's... Well, that makes sense because it takes more... I feel like it's more memorable usually when a man cries. That makes sense. Yeah, at least in our relationship, that's how it's been for sure. Yeah. Stereotypically, that's the case. Now I feel Now I feel really bad about... I mean, I felt bad about this just even a couple hours ago when I was remembering the first time I experienced you crying. And that was when I called you to end our first relationship. Oh, my word. This is like more annoying. It was over the phone. And so I don't know if it counts, but you definitely cried. Yeah, I see. This is the thing. I feel like Elisha shouldn't get the credit for breaking up because he never asked me to be his girlfriend officially. And I, we, I was just ending what relationship we had going on at that yeah. point. Yeah. So he ended it and it was one of those things where I knew it was the best thing to do. I was really frustrated with our relationship. Mm-hmm. He was really frustrated with our relationship. It wasn't really going anywhere because basically after that whole Camp Dwight thing with the mud and the telephone, yeah. then I went home. Well, that's the last question, I guess, but... Basically, I was head over heels for Elisha after that, and my dad really noticed stuff had picked up between us, mm-hmm. and he was not ready. I think he definitely felt like I wasn't ready at 18 mm-hmm. to get married, and he still didn't feel like he knew Elisha that well, thanks to Elisha's argument and <laughs> comments. <Yeah. laughs> no, I'm kidding. And so he really actually, after that after that camp asked so we stopped talking Hmm. and so it just put the brakes on everything and we couldn't get it back after Hmm. that Mm -hmm. so anyways i did cry on the phone and then afterwards i felt like a burden was gone but it was just it was sad i think it was one of those things like it was my fairy tale ending and the fact that when i was a little girl i wanted to marry elisha you know i you guys know i wrote that in my journal at eight years old when I met him, I want to marry Elisha Peter Roberg. And it just seemed too good to be true that the first guy that I felt like I was in love with or had like a big crush on for years and years and years actually wanted to get to know me. And then after a year of this on and off awkward courting talking thing, it was just like, yeah, that was too good to be true. You know, it was my first Mm -hmm. relationship Mm -hmm. and that's not how life works, you know? And I feel like it was just an ending of a lot of my ideals mm. and um learn what he's doing though <laughs> Cause same with here. me because because it, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's even better it is because i mean even in considering that and kind of reliving reliving it uh it was the end of a lot of my ideals and dreams too because i i really thought that that's how my dating courtship marriage it was gonna go you know it was again i was gonna talk to the father talk to you we are just going to have this really uh i guess 
linear relationship, you know, it was going to be very straightforward. Uh, and it was so, like you said, clunky and up and down and confusing. And I kind of gave up on my ideals, you know, when I made that Mm -hmm. phone call to end it, I was just kind of like, what was I thinking? I was so naive to think that I could get all these things I wanted or, you know, or, and, uh, little did I know I got way better, even though it was the same person, it was way better than (laughs) I ever dreamed or imagined. Oh yeah, but I do. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. I'm so grateful we're married. Oh, but that said, yeah, that was sad. It was the end to like more than just an awkward relationship. Right. Yes. It was the end to like a lot of things for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but it was just the beginning. So it all worked out. (laughs) Okay. One more, or actually two more questions. Okay. Two more questions. Uh, when was the first time, so this is probably going back a little bit back in our history, I'm guessing. When was the first time you thought I might like you? That, oh, like like okay. that there was like mutual interest or like when, I noticed you. When was the first time I thought Elisha noticed me? Yeah. Okay, so oh, I didn't think Elisha even knew my name, knew I existed, even though I was around until one of those years at Camp Dwight. Camp Dwight was very pivotal in our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Well, pivotal isn't the right word. It was pivotal, but it was also... Um, instrumental. Instrumental. Okay. Yes, that's the right word. Thank you. So it was instrumental. I remember the first time Elisha, I guess, teased me. And we I, I remember every word he said to me up until like the Today. last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. He didn't say very many words to me for the first 15 years. So it was easy to keep track. But I must have been, I don't know, like 14 or 15. So this is pretty young. And this wasn't like I thought you had a crush on me. But it was just the first time you treated me like not a little kid, I guess. And I just said something. It was on the back. There's, There were like these stairs going down. I don't know. I'm not going to describe the setting. Anyways, <laughs> we were in a building and I said something kind of like snarky and he was like, oh, Katie, he's like, that's the oldest trick in the book. And that's all you said. But you used my name and you also like teased me hmm. about what I said and said I was basically, you know, kind of ridiculous. And you just laughed and I didn't have a comeback. Like I had nobody come back. I was just like, blacked out (laughs) he just talked to me (laughs) and I stood there like super awkward and then just left (laughs) it was like so awkward but I guess it was one of those times where I didn't think like I didn't think you liked me at that stage or had a Mm -hmm. crush on me but you just treated me like you would have if I'd been like four years older I guess Mm -hmm. in that moment I was just like I wish I could have seen, like, I wish I could watch that interaction. Because <laughs> I just remember, like, my mouth went dry and I was like, ah. and he just ran out of the oh, room. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so you probably actually noticed me way later, but well, that's a memory I, I don't remember that interaction, but I'm sure I noticed you. I'm sure <laughs> See, I noticed you. you still didn't <laughs> actually notice me. Uh <laughs> So the first time... Okay, you have to tell me when you actually noticed me. I mean, what does that mean? Like, like knew you existed? Or... Well, like, when you noticed me, it's like... Like, I still remember when I met you. No, your, no. Okay. Uh, like, when did you... 
like was there a moment when you were like oh katie's like cute or you know what i mean i know it wasn't that moment okay i wasn't <laughs> cute <laughs> No, I'm sure. But like, like you were. I think it's just. It, I, I'm trying to think of a specific moment because I knew you since you were a little girl, right? Met you when you were nine or yeah. eight, eight or nine, and uh, eight. And of course, you were a cute, you know, little girl. And then, as time went on, I'm trying to think if there was like this, like noticing you coming of age or something like that. Is that what you're wondering? Or? Alexia, right. you're the one who came up with the questions. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought... <laughs> what did you mean uh, by this? I, I thought I was going to say the first time I thought you noticed me. That's why, that's why it, I wrote these questions down. Yeah, you were, but I'm just curious. <laughs> oh, dang it. This way, too. Uh, it's okay. I could be like 18. I don't care when it was. I'm just wondering. Or was it just like a gradual awareness? It was that... very gradual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that very makes sense. gradual. Um. I think like at Uncle your Uncle Wade's wedding, I remember you stuck out to me there. Okay. How old were you then? Yeah, you asked to dance with me there. Yeah. Um, I think I was like seventeen. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I think I was seventeen. And uh I remember that actually. Yeah. Because you I remember you said that you were you told me this story of you dancing with this other girl who you said was really attractive hmm. and how someone like change the music while you guys were dancing to a song to like this romantic song and I remember just sitting there like why are you telling me this I don't want to hear about how attractive this girl was that you were slow dancing with I don't I don't remember our conversation but I do remember like singly singling you out there. yeah you asked me to dance and that was fun Good. uh okay well should I answer the question too yeah but it sounds silly now because well first off I never thought you liked me or like notice me so this is going to sound it's way different from your perspective because the first time I thought you like noticed me as a prospect or as a potential you know suitor was when we were at the academy at your father's house and you and I were talking kind of like small talking during a meal time and uh we were I was talking about like guys wearing short shorts because there were some guys there wearing like short running shorts and my shorts were a little bit shorter than what I was comfortable with and I was like, ah, like, I wish I wouldn't have worn these shorts. And you're like, why? And I was like, well, like, look, like guys' thighs are so ugly. Like, I don't like, I don't like my thighs being so exposed. And <laughs> Body insecurity. And, and you're like, I don't think your thighs are ugly. You said that to me. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was like, what? That would be like so weird if like a guy was saying that. Like if you flipped the conversation to like, uh, if I was saying that. But um, that's so funny. I remember that. And I was like, I think there might be a real future between us. <laughs> if she point. likes my thighs, then yeah. there's a good chance that's, we could get married. That's what went through my head. <laughs> that's so, so funny. Yeah. At that stage, we were pretty involved already, like communication-wise. And... Yeah, I just never thought you liked me that much prior to that. Really? Yeah, it took you saying that you liked my thighs to think that you actually... <laughs> liked me wow that is so funny okay last question okay when was the first time you thought to yourself i could marry him i could marry him okay so very seriously so you know you have crushes on guys growing up but you're really just thinking oh they're cute and they're nice 
you aren't thinking through all the elements of, are they going to be a good father? Are they going to be faithful to me? Are they going to lead me spiritually? Am I going to follow this guy wherever he wants to go? Like, can I buy into his vision or can I, you know, like there are so many things. Mm. Do I like his thighs? (laughs) There are so many things that when you really start thinking about marriage, start being big deals. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I, when I was 18 and I came back from that 4th of July, not 4th of July, from Camp Dwight, Mm -hmm. I told my mom, I really think that I can see myself marrying Elisha, Hmm. like within the next year. Hmm. And I just felt so confident at that stage that he had on paper everything I wanted and the chemistry was there after that camp. Hmm. I could see us developing a greater chemistry and I don't know, I could just really see it working out after that. And so I actually went and I got all that construction paper. Do you remember that? And I made you that giant letter. That was awesome. It was so cool. It's like fluorescent neon, like pink and green. And like, anyways, I made this giant letter and I mailed it to him. It cost like a hundred dollars to mail. (laughs) And then after that, my dad said we couldn't talk anymore. So it was, it was kind of a fail, but apparently my parents saw I was head over heels in love and they were like, okay, we, they aren't ready for this right now. And they were probably, they were right. So much maturing happened over that next year and Mm. a half. I feel like that you guys know, we really feel like we were, it was in God's timing Mm. and we were so much more prepared to have a mature, healthy, appreciative relationship a year and a half later. But it was in that moment I really legitimately was like I could see this happening oh that's fun I like it I remember the first time I well, well you know Elisha five years after that no. I thought I could marry you. well when I very first at the very first start of our relationship when I called your father I was calling him because I thought like I think I could I think I would want to marry this girl you know that was mm-hmm. the intention of me calling your father uh, to try to get to know you because I had that thought. Uh, but I don't think I had like this very like emotional thought like I want to marry Katie until uh, probably after we had talked the first time for a year, did that on and off dating. Mm-hmm. And then we broke up and then I was in another relationship and then I came out of that relationship and then you and I road tripped together like the day after I broke up with that Oh, it was yeah, like it was right. like a group road trip. It wasn't yeah. just you and I. It was it was you and a couple of your sisters and a couple of my sisters. And yeah, the infamous road trip. Yeah, if you guys trip. know anything about our story, you know this was. And this was the day after I just I was still definitely like emotionally downtrodden from my breakup, mm-hmm. you know. And, and was, that lasted well, for a few months. Sure, and there was like this heartbreak and all you know everything that goes along with the with the breakup. But I can remember talking with you on that road trip and thinking, "Wow, I like." I could marry Katie Johnson and I think I want to marry Katie Johnson. Uh, I remember thinking that so clearly, even, even of so course, crazy. like I was like, dude, you're so emotionally irrational right now. But I can remember thinking that. And, and of course I wasn't that irrational because, because <laughs> you're like the best wife ever that came to pass. Oh, I hope I'm your best, best wife ever. Yeah. So far you're, you're the best so far. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, you are the best wife ever. I mean, I just don't, I feel like this podcast is like funny for us and it's going to be like really uncomfortable for people to listen to. 
well hopefully you guys sorry, sorry. <laughs> we aren't gonna redo it it's like way too late at night okay well that's okay. the last question that's the last question there you have it folks thank you for listening i know this was a fun lighthearted one probably kind of silly maybe too silly who knows uh we can always delete it but we enjoyed it i enjoyed it yeah we did so thanks for listening talk to you later talk to you next week bye-bye